Hello, welcome to When Wrestlers Act. I'm John Cronshaw, and I'm back with Colin. How you doing, Colin? Uh, fair to middling, I'd say. Yourself. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm fine. I'm all right. Uh, Are you high on life? Have you been pulling at your um, strands? No, nah, I'd say uh, more on Sudafed and paracetamol. That's true. We are continuing to watch The Glow, aren't we? We are indeed. Okay, this just, uh, just second episode yeah, was um, interesting. Yes. So we didn't have John Morrison in this time, because I think basically they made a pilot and then he must have gone, oh no, sorry, I'm doing stuff with Impact now. I wonder if now he's signed back with WWE, he's going to be um, Johnny Smackdown. No, it'll be John Morrison, and they'll do exactly the same thing, and it'll be exactly the same, and the, it'll be just slotted in the mid-card, maybe chasing after that R-Truth title. I still can't think of um, John Morrison without that, without thinking of that cunt when we saw PCW. I know exactly who you mean, the fan. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, fan. Fan. the fan. The only fan. Yes. Oh my god, yeah, he was he was special. He was a bit odd, wasn't he? He loved John Morrison. Oh, so does John Morrison. It's his excited little clap. Yay, it's John Morrison. So, yeah, so this was the second episode of The Glow, and because it's a Netflix show, it's just a random length, so this one was about 30 minutes. Last one was about 20. 32, actually. 32, there you go. Mm. This was a continuation from the last one. You have the start of it, and Ruth, remember Ruth from last time, the central character, the one who, oh, will she get the job? Won't she get the job? She gets the job, and arrives at the wrestling gym, and there's a limo, and there's one of the other wrestling ladies, and she hasn't got any shoes, because she's been at some party, and she makes some snipey comment about Ruth's shoes, was a bit odd. Yeah, but she's so wacky. Yeah, he is wacky. They've established that character. They did a few character establishing things in this one. There were a few characters that didn't establish in this one, who will no doubt be established over the next few episodes, because it is an ensemble cast. What, the lovely Kate Nash is an ensemble? Yeah, she's not been established yet. Her character's not been fleshed out. That's fine, she don't need a character. <laughs> Yeah, so she goes in the gym anyway, and they're doing practicing, and Sam, remember Sam? Sam returns. Is he the moustache man? Yes. Yes. And he seems a bit hungover, maybe a bit being on drugs, and he doesn't even know who he's hired, so he wants to know who the girls are, so he gets them to introduce themselves. And because it's an ensemble cast, we only get an introduction of, what, like three of them, really? Yeah. Luckily, the first one to introduce herself is Melanie, Melanie Rose. Who, Mel Rose. Yeah, who is the one who was snipey to Ruth. And I don't know, would you describe her as skanky? Is that a fair description of her? I don't know. I think I'd more describe her as, as um, I mean, in this age of Me Too... I would like to describe her as punchable, but I can't. <laughs> I think you're okay punching women. I think it's just sexual assault that's bad. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. In that case, I found her very punchable. Yeah. Would you describe her as basically a star fucker? Is that her <laughs> kind of her thing? Because she says, oh, I can wake up. I can wake up in the morning with nothing to do and find myself in a Van Halen video by the end of the day. 
Maybe, unless she was just trying to say, look at me, I'm so kooky, like a student. Sam comes out with a great line of, yeah, I really dig the whole objectify me vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I like that. And then we get briefly introduced to Sheila, who is a wolf lady. Is she the crap goth? She's a wolf lady. Right, okay. Because if you remember later on, she's telling Ruth, you know, how to act submissive and cover your muzzle and... (laughs) she's a wolf Colleen I understand now that makes perfect sense although she she does have that great sense of smell gimmick it's because she's a wolf Colleen it is can wolves do that I mean you're from Wolverhampton well yeah wolves have got a good sense of smell haven't they I mean I don't know about the footballers can't speak for them yeah I thought thought Wolverhampton certainly can't smell a championship (laughs) (laughs) I don't know are they they doing well I don't even know (laughs) Uh, it could be like top of the Premier League and I'll be like uh, somewhere towards the bottom end of the Premier League but they're in the Premier League ooh wherever uh, West Brom are they ain't Actually, they're above know. West Brom yay have that West Brom boo yeah. rivals I, I'll make a note of that when I go on my visit to West Brom yeah. office in a couple of weeks yeah you've just got to go fuck off West Brom the Wolves that'll show them and um, say up the baggies oh no that's that's the, that's the thing that I don't do no, do it both. It doesn't matter. Make a lot of friends. Make a lot of enemies. Make a few frenemies. <laughs> so this is where uh, Ruth steps up to do her thing, and she does. What is it? She does. I think it was like was it uh, Audrey Hepburn's Oscar acceptance speech? Yeah, that was a bit weird. It was a bit upsetting. And then Sam says, "Oh, where's your friend?" And she's a bit weird, and she doesn't go, "Oh, no, that was a mix-up." She kind of plays along. And goes, oh yeah, she planned the whole thing. It was when um, everyone was sort of accusing her of being a home wrecker, including the one wrestler who we can use as the gimmick for when wrestlers act, um, Kia Stevens. Yeah. Because um, she called her a home wrecker. So this is where we get Sam in the toilets, in the women's locker room. He's on coke. Whoa. We find out just a, a little brief thing of our. John Morrison's fired, by the way. You won't be seeing him again. You know, just a, just a, that happened off screen for some reason. Don't know why. Because um, they've got WWE script writers. Probably, yeah. Or he had another job. Cherry, she's pissed off. And we, we find out a bit of backstory, don't we, about Cherry and yeah. Sam. Sam had his um, wicked way with Cherry, but in an Alan Partridge and whatever she's called sense of the word, he, um, he, Borrowed her from the what they had a threesome basically. I'm just trying to come up with some euphemisms and and crap, and it's it's late and I've had a long day. Okay, well speaking of crap euphemisms, <laughs> so Cherry is upset, and I don't know whether it's related to the thing that happened with Sam, but basically she says, "Oh, you know, you've not spoken to me since you know what happened," and he is a bit awkward and he goes. Yeah, the womb goof. Which is, womb goof. Yeah, which is a uh, bad euphemism for a miscarriage. Um, yeah, I thought that was an odd one. And oh no, Melanie, remember Melanie, the skanky one? Yeah, the one from the Van Halen videos. She's in the toilet listening, but she's pretending to not listen. She's actively saying, "I'm not listening." Yeah, and all stuff like that. For you, so at least that won't play into anything later. No, no, that would just be too easy. Yeah. Oh, actually, wait a minute. 
Speaking uh, of easy, yeah. <laughs> Sam says to Cherry, look, I want you to be the trainer. John Morrison's gone. And Cherry doesn't actually know how to wrestle, so she gets Carmen, who's the woman who looks a bit like Hamster, um, to yes. show her the wrestling yes, moves. Good. She's yeah. the one, if you remember last week, who, who had the family who is wrestlers. And who um, Sam sometimes just refers to her as legacy. Yeah. They do wrestling stuff. Meanwhile, Sam goes to see Debbie. Remember Debbie? I do remember Debbie. Debbie does breastfeeding. <laughs> yes. And um, the, the first scene we see of her is her getting a tit bitten by a baby. So, yeah. So last week we had cunt punching. This week we've got tit biting. Very violent, isn't it, Colin? It is. You were saying you don't want to watch Game of Thrones, and you know <laughs> this is worse, <laughs> more disturbing than anything on there. They turn up anyway, and he basically goes out to try and convince her to join up with the wrestling. Cut back, get Ruth, and Melanie in the ring working together. She starts doing like really stupid karate moves. Oh yeah, she does. She does the crane technique. Yeah, and, and then um. Then Ruth, um, you know, she she attacks Ruth, and Ruth puts her puts her down with a beautifully applied sleeper hold, and it's just one of those where she's talking and like like well, that, you see Gene Bell do on YouTube. Yeah, that was Cherry who did that. Ah, so yeah, so so Melanie had the thing of oh this is fake rubbish, blah blah, and then Cherry chokes her out with a sleeper hold. So fun. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was halfway there. I'm, I'm crap my games. You should see me at work. <laughs> I mean, how long did it take me to learn your name? So, yeah, so we cut back to Sam at Debbie's house, and he's trying to convince her to be the lead. And she says, oh, what about Ruth? And he's oh, fuck her. So that's good. She's going. You know, the star of the show, the main character we've been following, is she's out. So that's that's good to know. She won't be back. So this is where we get them, like, smoking weed for some reason. Uh, well, it's because they're all badass. Yeah, and Ruth is talking about how it's great that Cherry's now the trainer because then it means it's like a sisterhood and they're all women together. And Melanie says, oh, is that why you fucked your friend's husband? Burn! She's not very nice, that Melanie. Do you know when I said that she was punchable? <laughs> I'm starting to think that she's cunt-punchable. Oh, not tip-biteable. Not tip-biteable. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. And we're off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm writing all these down to search on the porno later. So. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> clarify that. 2019. No, no, you go for one of those search engines like IXX. Is that one? Yeah, it used to be Tube Kitty. Uh, okay. Sorry, you, you lost me there with the with your obscure. Porn references, Colin. I'm not. I'm not as deep in the. Yeah, you only like mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, I prefer the B sides. <laughs> I only like that early work. What Pornhub with a with um, a foreign language translator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, if you do it through VPN anyway, it usually goes foreign. Yeah. Okay, that's that's my excuse. Melling is nicked a ketchup bottle. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's just she's obviously a skank and steals stuff. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's. I don't see how that could possibly play into things. No, I suspect that she's not going to perform any sort of prank whatsoever. No. Speaking of which, <laughs> back in the ring, and Melanie says that you know she's learned a lesson. She really wants to. What's the word she use? Like step it up. You know, really Work push out. herself. Yeah, 
and then we get her in the ring, and Cherry's like, okay then, yeah, cool, come in the ring, we'll have a wrestle. They're doing break falls. Yeah, so they're doing like, well, like flat back bumps and that, yeah. that stuff, and then Melanie hurt, is hurt, she looks hurt, doesn't she? She does. She pretends to have a miscarriage, doesn't she? I, I guess so. <laughs> you know, when whenever they do pranks with lots of ketchup, Ketchup is quite a smelly ingredient. Yeah, so so there's ketchup involved in the she's had a miscarriage prank, and then she does. Where where did she obtain the ketchup, John? From oh, she stole it from that thing. Yeah, but yeah. we didn't think it was going to play into anything. Oh, okay, yeah. Did Did you hear the line where she says, "How am I going to tell Adamant I had a yes. wound goose?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. She lovely she creature. Bought the line back, the womb goof line, which is... Womb goof, I noticed that at the time. Yeah, so Sam arrives with Debbie, he's wondering what the hell's going on, and Debbie sees Ruth, freaks out, she's pissed off. She's pissed off at Sam, and he gets, she's like, oh, you lied to me, blah, 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 and he's like, it's not about the lie, it's about what the lie can become. <laughs> and then Sam's just like, what the hell's going on with the Cherry and Melanie stuff, and... Sam is kind of into it and he gets her to redo it and yeah, Sam says what kind of horrible woman would do such a thing, what kind of home wrecker what kind of vile creature and he goes, I know, Ruth Ruth, get in the ring Yeah, and he's like, he's giving a motivation but he's also insulting, he's like, you're a terrible person, you're a horrible human being you don't deserve to live he's like, yes I do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then so so it's basically like turning to a wrestling angle, and the do what is it? He gets a kicker and all this stuff, and um, it is the worst kick as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so she ends up and she falls down and has another miscarriage, and Sam comes out with a line of, "Now that's a fucking miscarriage." <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, that was that was a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah. Um, which. You know, upsets Cherry, who actually did have a miscarriage. He's obviously insensitive and an opportunistic character, I think we're finding out. He does turn up to speak to Cherry and says that, you know, I'll do what's best for the film. I'm a director. It's all about, you know, getting the best out of my actors. He says, you know, being so you're in a role where you're going to be performing and training, I'm going to have to double your pay. So, ooh, Actually, he's not such a bad man because he sees that, ooh, okay, I need to treat this person well. Yes, he sees her worth and he also sees that he's pissed her off. Um, so She's not sure. So we won't see her again. That's her probably at the series. And then we get the final scene, which is basically Ruth being told that she's going to be a great villain, that she is the devil. The, I don't want to be the devil. But the devil gets the best lines. That's kind of the setup then, isn't it? You've got... Debbie as the hero, the the baby face, the all-American sweetheart, and then you get Ruth, who's the evil villain set up. So it's good. It's playing on real life, you know, and there's a lot of real emotion involved, a lot of animosity, so he can use that and hopefully bring the best out of his lady wrestler performers. I look forward to episode three. The chart still stays in the draw. Yeah. 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 You, you, You happy with that one? I am, but episode three needs to show me something. I mean, it is all very 
touchy feely at this stage. It's all very still very much establishing everything. So yeah. I'm waiting for the story to start to unfurl a little. So far, so good. You didn't think it was too much with the miscarriage storyline throughout? No. <laughs> it went a bit far, but I thought, yeah, whatever. It's one of those that's trying to shock, so let's just let it go. Do you think it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we'll put this up front, and then if you can kind of stomach that, you'll be all right with the rest of the series? <laughs> it could well be, yeah. I mean, you know, that sort of thing I have um, no experience of, not having a womb or being involved with anyone who's had a miscarriage. But at the same time, I can see a lot of people being pissed off by it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've had friends and stuff who've had miscarriage and things, and it's it's heartbreaking, you know. So it's like it's a bit it's a bit of a weird one for for comedy or whatever. But I think the the point of comedy is to push against these taboos and stuff, and yeah. see what you can what you can laugh at and things. So yeah, I think they accomplished that. Yeah, yeah. and also just because you've got the wrestling stuff and. I don't think it's any worse than some of the stuff that happened in the early 2000s in WWE with the necrophilia storyline and the... Giving birth to a hand. Giving birth to... <laughs> Is it May Young giving birth to a hand? May Young. Yes. Yeah. And, and like, you know, powerbombing her through a table and stuff. Oh, but that was great. At the end of the day, um, Bubba Ray took that entire bump himself. I mean, I know that Vince Russo didn't write it and wasn't working there at the time. But that bloody Vintry, so <laughs> it's fault. Speaking of wrestling, um, as this thing is being recorded, it's the eve of AEW. Yeah. You're going to be watching it? Yeah, I will do. It's, it's actually on telly. <laughs> yeah, ITV Hub or ITV4 or something. I'll probably just watch it through the fire stick thing. But yeah, I mean, it's a wrestling show on broadcast TV which we yeah. had really... Well, they, they did that one for a bit, the British one, that was a bit crap. Well, it was very crap, actually. It was, unfortunate. But um, I, I will... Um, I, I think I will give it a go. I am very much a lapsed wrestling fan these days. I retain an interest, but that's about it. But just for the news side of things, I think I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'll watch Wrestle Kingdom. And I think I watched WrestleMania this year. We watched WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, so I think that's... Oh, no, I did watch one of the AEW ones. It wasn't... Yeah, we watched the one with Cody Rhodes versus Dustin. That was that... really good. Yeah. yeah. So if, if if AEW is more like that and less like the stupid stuff with that... Oh, what's his name? I can't even remember his name. The guy who basically, like, staples shit onto himself. Like, I hate that shit. Really do. Uh, Joey Janello. Yeah. Joey Janella? Yeah, Janello? yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, all that Janella. Joey Janella. Yeah, like... That can fuck right off, to be honest. It looks dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, but then there's Orange Cassidy as well. Oh, he can fuck off for it as well. He's the guy who runs around with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. Like, what's the point in That's him? That's the one. Like, really? <laughs> He's, do you remember that episode of The Simpsons with um, Poochie? <laughs> yes. That's Orange Cassidy. Yeah. Like, I'm sure yeah, as a performer, he's, he's fine, but... It's the, it's that. It's I'm sure like, he's a lovely person. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure, whatever. You know, <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer. But that, that gimmick can piss off. It's just dumb, isn't it? It's like I think there's enough dumb crap on 
the WWE thing. I think if you are in a new competition, don't do the dumb stuff. Like, you can do comedy. Comedy's fine. It's the sort of person to having a special event or something, but that's it, really. Even it, then. Even it then. Can't, it can't go in ladder matches. <laughs> yes. Yes. In fact, I okay, want to see yeah. Orange Cassidy right, okay. in a ladder you, match. You've turned, you've turned me around. <laughs> yes. Okay. I would pay to see that. Yep. No, you've you've won me over, Colin. I <laughs> <laughs> say so I don't want dumb stuff, but the guy, they should have him and the amputee guy doing a ladder match. That would be good. <laughs> That's money. Money, baby. The Orange Cassidy thing would only work for me if it was a thing where he got in, a, in the ring with like a main eventer, started doing that bullshit with the hands in the pockets, and then I just clocked him one and, and won. You know, it was basically a 50-second squash match. Could you see Orange Cassidy beating Puck. He's a dumb character. It's like I couldn't even see him beat Freight Train. Uh, and that's... I don't know Freight Train was, was the $5 wrestling champion. He was. He's a legend. And he went, choo-choo. <laughs> uh, I mix $5 what? wrestling. Do you reckon you got the American equivalent of U-Trude? Oh, I don't know. I hope not. I like to think he's still still riding the uh, South Carolina circuit, or it was. And then... You've got poor Cole Cabana, who's just been fucked over completely by CM Punk. But that's for another day. Yep. Uh, we'll do episode three next. Do you fancy doing that one? I could be persuaded. Okay. And when I say that, that's me trying to be cool, but saying, yes, please, let's do episode three. Okay. I don't want any vagueness or, oh, I don't know. You know, just, yeah, just, just be assertive and firm. You sound like my manager at work. <laughs> Give yourself a Geordie accent. Take 10 years off yourself and change yourself to a woman's name and gender and you could be my manager. A woman's gender. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anything you want to plug? Have you have you written a book? I've written several. I, I uh, did have a book. <laughs> okay. Right. I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere. Go and buy it. <laughs> No, don't, because you'll, you'll ruin my also boards. I don't want um, AJ Lee's autobiography appearing on my also boards. <laughs> right, sorted. Um, <laughs> in that case, let's wrap it up. Goodbye, John. Okay, Colin. Have fun, and I will see you soon. Farewell. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.